I about to start cleaning those tires up. Don't drain this time. Remember, they fan out down there to protect that bottom. Little Sunday drive. Hi, boss man. Hey, cars off. Be ready. Yeah, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass on WSIC-TV. I am Randy Miller, Tom Baker, sitting over in the Silman seat today. Welcome to our <laughs> tribute to Kyle Larson's career. Um, over the next uh, 55 minutes or so, we'll, uh, we'll talk all about the, the entire debacle that happened over the weekend involving Kyle Larson. It is a lot to talk about and a lot to dissect, and we will talk all about it on this show. We also will be joined by our good friend Chris Rice from College Racing. Uh, we'll talk to him about how uh, things are going over at the College Racing Shop in the midst of this coronavirus shutdown and uh, how they are doing. And we'll, we'll get his thoughts on Kyle Larson, too, because I know he has, uh, he's good friends with a lot of people in the garage area, so I'm sure he can shed some light. From the perspective of a general manager um, as to, you know, h- how to keep your drivers um, on the straight and narrow, I guess you could say <laughs> at this point. Um, so uh, we'll jump into all the details about that. If you have any thoughts or comments uh, about the Kyle Larson situation, feel free uh, to give us a call, 704-873-1400. Our phone lines are open. Um, they will, they're open now, and they'll be open after um, Chris Rice is on uh, so that you can uh, give us your thoughts. We are also on Facebook Live. Uh, we started this last week. We didn't really mention it because I didn't know if it was going to be a weekly thing, but it's going to be a weekly thing going forward. Uh, so be sure to uh, go to the WSIC Facebook page, WSIC News, and uh, scroll down to the video part, and you should see the live feed. Uh, we are on Facebook. You can leave your questions, comments, and, and stuff right there on the on the uh, the live feed as well. We can ask uh, Chris those questions. If you have any questions for Chris Rice, uh, feel free to leave those in the comment section. Tom's on there. I'm on there as well. If you uh, have anything you want to say or anything you want to shout out, we can uh, definitely do that while we're on the air. Uh, so we'll start with, um, uh, of course, the coronavirus shutdown has everything up in arms right now. Nobody really knows what's going to happen with the NASCAR schedule going forward. Um, there is a little bit of, I guess, a glimmer of hope uh, for the NASCAR world because NASCAR has not yet made a decision regarding whether or not they're going to race at Martinsville um, in May. Uh, May 9th, I believe, is the race that they the, uh, scheduled for Martinsville. Um, and that is because, due to some... Um, I guess, uh, what do I call it, uh, research or, you know, digging down deep, I found out that Virginia's stay-at-home order uh, that runs until mid-May or the end of May is only for residential um, people. It does not include businesses. The non-essential really? business uh, model runs out on April 23rd. So, hypothetically... NASCAR would be allowed to run Martinsville after April 23rd, assuming that the governor does not extend it even further. Um, but it would be, even though it's not a technical business, it is not a non-essential business, which means that protocol, I guess, would expire on the 23rd. So technically, NASCAR could still run Martinsville, um, providing that the governor does not extend that stay-at-home order for businesses past April 23rd. Well, that's interesting. Yes. So now we actually know why NASCAR has held off so long mm-hmm. to announce one way or the other whether Martinsville is on or off. Correct. That's that's interesting news because mm-hmm. the the advertised date of, of for the shutdown is June the tenth. Correct. But that is residential, basically. Uh, residents of the state of of um, Virginia. So, in other words, what you're saying is that there is there that that 
that businesses in the state ha- only have it ends on April twenty third. It Correct. does not as of right now. It doesn't it, right. It does not extend. Into it June. doesn't follow the June tenth residential date. Well, Correct. well, well. They're under two different stay at home orders, basically. In See the state of that uh, that's interesting because mm-hmm. I would be willing to bet that the majority of people that I that that you know pay attention don't even have a clue that that there's Probably two different not. dates. Probably not. So now, that's obviously they would do the race without fans, even even if the races ran, right? Uh, because the there would be no stadium, you know, right. any kind of gathering of more than a few people. But uh, I mean, who knows? I don't know what that looks like in terms of of racing either, because non-essential businesses obviously would mean like retail shops and things right. like that, um, where social distancing guidelines are are still being like there's still a CDC guideline for those six feet apart and you know, cleaning of surfaces and things like that. Um, but when we're talking about NASCAR, obviously it's going to be more than, you know, 10 people in a right. gathering. So I don't know what that would look like, but I mean, at least there's a ray of hope there somewhere that NASCAR could still get the Martinsville race. Yeah, I think the, I think the biggest thing right now with all of this is that even if North Carolina lifts the stay mm-hmm. at home that after April 30th, because that's when ours ends yes. here, even if they, even if governor Cooper doesn't extend it, you go back to work on May 1st, the question becomes, can we get 43 teams or 40 teams to have mm-hmm. their cars ready to go basically within about two days? Right, right. And exactly. I, I, I hear a lot of kind of mixed um, information mm-hmm. about whether that can happen or not. Now, the other thing I think we probably ought to point out to people is that there were two races or are two races scheduled for Martinsville. Correct. The, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour race is scheduled for Friday. I think it's May 8th. Mm-hmm. And then the Cup race is Saturday night, May 9th. Now, it the Tour race has not technically been canceled. Well, I guess, I, I guess it is assumed that the race is, again, I don't think it's technically been canceled. But but when you've got all those teams coming from New England, you've got right. to give them some sort of notice whether it's on or off. Right. You know, so um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that from a logistics standpoint, even with this new information about Virginia, mm-hmm. from a logistics standpoint, this could be very tough to pull off. But I think NASCAR is probably wanting to just examine every possible scenario before they make a decision. Right. right. That's one true. One way or another. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, if you were talking about running a race with fans in, in the stands, you obviously have to keep that ninth date th- th- firm. But if you're talking about running the, the race without fans in the stands, you could conceivably move it a couple of weeks, you know, right. maybe run it the week before the Coca-Cola 600 or something. And that way it would give teams a couple extra weeks to get prepared uh, to run the race. Because it's not like you're going logistically. It's not that far. It's two hours away or whatever, you know, drive up there and run the race and come back. So it's really not logistically that far out of the realm to say, okay, you know, yes, it was good for the ninth. Let's move it to the 13th or yeah. whatever. Um, we already know the all-star race is not going to happen anyway. So let's just, you know, forget the all-star race exists this year and move that to, to where the all-star race would be. And then, you know, you could do that. That is a possibility for sure. Do that as well. um, if you could do it. Uh, I know that the, the NASCAR schedule that we saw circulating a week or two ago mm-hmm. Um, which is very tentative, and it was sort of a, here's what we could do, had Martinsville and three other races uh, being made up in July midweek. Now, again, um, maybe if you can get going in May, maybe you do look at taking one of those, and this was something that Nick Moncher uh, suggested on one of our shows a while back, 
that we take one of those and go ahead and put it um, in like Atlanta, for example, put Atlanta where the all-star race was, move the all-star race to the middle of 600 week and then go ahead and run the 600. So you're not losing the all-star race. You're you're getting Atlanta in there in that time frame, and again, Atlanta, like Martinsville, is within like four hours, so right. it's probably doable. Right. So I think there are probably a number of things you can do. The question on the table is whether or not teams can come in on the first of May and have cars ready to go for all of that right. so quickly. Well, we, we'll talk to Chris Rice about that when he calls in a little bit because yeah. he would be able to give us exactly. perspective on that as well. We are going to take our break. When we come back, Chris Rice will be on the Strutmasters.com hotline, and we'll talk to him about everything going on at College Racing when we come back on the Inside Pass on WSIC. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is News Talk, 105.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, WSIC, where Mooresville turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts. Financial stuff, it's so confusing. Where do you even start? With a trusted partner who knows the options and can understand your individual needs. That partner is Joshua Doby from the North Main Financial Group in Cornelius and host of North Main Financial, Saturdays at noon on WSIC. Hello, this is Joshua Doby, and I'm excited to share financial education while securing your financial future. Whether it's stocks, bonds, life insurance, partnerships, or anything else, we're here to help. Join me Saturdays at noon and visit us at NorthMainFinancial.com. For WSIC, I'm Fox 46 meteorologist Nick Coaster. Overnight, going to be a little bit cool, 47 under generally clear skies. Tomorrow, then, the clouds roll in, a 40% chance for showers, and it'll be much cooler with a high of only 57. Thursday, sunny, and a rebound in temps back up to about 66. From the Neighborhood Stormwatch Forecast Center, I'm meteorologist Nick Coaster. Be sure to catch Chief Meteorologist Tara Lane today on Fox 46 News at 5. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm in your bangs, and you can't stop staring at me. That's it. Just tilt the rearview mirror over here. And while you're checking me out more times in a library book, your car is wandering into that lane over there. More bangs? <laughs> Neat. And if you've got cut rate insurance, you could be paying for this yourself. So get Allstate. Call me, Allstate agent Kyle Houston today, 980-434-7000. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent hey, with a true right story here. that could save you hundreds right. of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, hey, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent, like Prudential and Mutual of Omaha, and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-589-5599. That's 800-589-5599. 800-589-5599. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. This is News Talk 105. 5.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, WSIC, where Huntersville turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts. Hello, race fans. This is Chris Wright. Thanks for listening to these guys. Man, what some great radio hosts. You're listening to the Inside Pass. 
I promise we did not do that on purpose. Welcome back to the Inside Pass <laughs> on WSAC. Randy Miller, Tom Baker, thank you so much for watching us on WSIC TV radio and on Facebook Live. We have a little bit of breaking news. We'll get to Chris Weiss in just one second. A little bit of breaking news from Adam Stern. CGR, Chip Ganassi Racing, has fired Kyle Larson after the incidents over the weekend. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Right now, we're going to go to the Strutmasters.com hotline and talk to one of our really good friends and a great friend of the show from College Racing, the general manager over at College Racing, Chris Rice, is on the inside pass. And uh, I do want to ask you about what uh, what happened with uh, with Kyle Larson. We'll get to that in a minute. But first of all, I want to know how you guys are doing, how you guys are feeling, and how everything is going up at the College Racing shop. Well, we're doing great. Uh, you know, we're definitely sad that we're shut down, but we understand why, and we, we're trying to get through this together. And, uh, you know, like I always say on all my social media platforms, it, it, we're in this together, and we're going to make it happen. We're going to get better, and we're going to get through it. But, uh, yeah, we're ready to go back racing just like everybody else is probably ready to get out of their house. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. We're tired of our houses. We've seen enough of them for a while. Yeah, that's what I told somebody, um, you know, I, I didn't know much about this iRacing stuff, and I, I figured that getting that sponsors out there, Nutrinac Solutions and Leaf of the Gutter Protection, I got this iRacing, I put it on this little picnic table, I actually borred a, uh, a steering wheel and gas pedal from a guy, <laughs> and went out and got a computer, spent a lot of money, and I'm like, as soon as we go back to racing, this thing will have dust all over it. So <laughs> it goes in the back of the garage, never to be seen again. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, so, so what's been going on over at Color Race? I mean, before the, the shutdown, I mean, obviously you guys were, were you know, going through the, the motions of, you know, getting cars prepared and everything like that. Once the shutdown happened, everybody obviously had to leave the shop. Are you guys ready to go back to the shop, and, and are you guys ready to go to the next race, or do you need a couple of weeks to prepare, or what's what's the, the thing going on over there at Color Racing right now? So when it all went down, we kind of went to a half scale. We kept people working uh less than 10 people in here but we're ready to go racing for the next five or six weeks uh we we made it i made it very clear to everybody hey when we come back out we want to be ready to win races and do what we need to do so we we rocked it out and uh got all my guys and girls got cars ready you know we came up with a lot of different schedules of what the races might look like so yeah we're sitting here ready to go we can uh we can go probably in the tomorrow if we needed to as long as we could get motors and, and stuff like that but we we're definitely ready to go. I wish we could go tomorrow. That'd be that awesome. would be that would be nice. <laughs> that yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, uh, we could leave today, right. so we get to the track on time. Right. Um, Chris, I think that's one of the biggest things that a lot of us have been talking about is simply the logistics. You know, Martinsville's not been taken off the schedule. Charlotte certainly is kind of being looked at as potentially the first race, perhaps. Um, but how many of the teams realistically do you think? could actually walk in, assuming that North Carolina lifts the stay-at-home order on the 30th of April as, you know, as it's supposed to end now and doesn't extend it. You walk in on the 1st of May, and how quickly could do you think most teams could feasibly get cars ready to go out the door to a race? I mean, is Martinsville, I know that the Xfinity Series is not part of uh, Martinsville, but um, I mean, just from what you're hearing and kind of your experience, is it is it realistic to think that that could actually happen in a matter of less than three days' time? Oh, yeah. I think definitely most race teams still have the Atlanta cars and their homestead cars put together, uh, you know. So I think they could go racing pretty quick. I don't think a lot of people 
came home and, and took their stuff apart. I know some race teams have not even went back to their shops since Atlanta. Right. But, you know, I, I definitely think NASCAR does the right thing and gives teams enough time to get ready. Uh, I don't think if they lifted the order, you know, May May 1st or May 15th, they would say, okay, we're going racing that weekend. I think they would give us enough time to be ready. You know, NASCAR is pretty smart to understand that they got to get all their stuff to the racetrack and set up all their equipment yeah. and, you know, how do we how do we go through uh, still staying safe? Because I don't think the, the everything's over yet. So, like, we're going to have to go to these racetracks and still – it's going to be a different world. You know, bathrooms are going to have to have different soap. They, you're going to have to – it's a lot of things that goes into a racetrack to get ready. And, and as you know, nobody's working at those racetracks right now. Right. So we'll have time and we'll be able to get through this and understand what what's the best policy for – us as a professional sport to be able to go back and put on shows for fans. And um, I, I look forward to going through all that with NASCAR and, and maybe giving some input and stuff like that. I do look forward to that because right now I am so tired of trying to figure out, you know, the one thing you can do is maintain your shop or, or keep your your business up to where you need to keep it up to. And I've been to college racing. I, I come to college racing quite a bit and, we have two people come in. We've been painting walls, cutting trees, and not me, obviously, but people have been doing that. And, <laughs> and um, you know, I look forward to getting back to the racetrack and, and putting on the shows for all these great fans. So your honeydew list came from Matt. It didn't come from your wife. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He, exactly. Had, he had two, and Matt's two that was easier. So he exactly. just went into the shop. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we've we've seen a, a lot of rumors on Facebook and in social media about the NASCAR schedule. A lot of rumors floating around about what the schedule is going to look like. I've heard some rumors that there have been talks by various people that they were going to either cancel the, the Xfinity and, and Truck Series season altogether or alternate it in some kind of way. What have you heard? Uh, has NASCAR reached out to you guys and, and kind of talked to you guys about what this, the Xfinity schedule might look like when we start back racing again? I don't. I definitely don't think. Uh, I definitely don't think they cancel anything, right? They're just postponing it. I, I definitely. Mm-hmm. They're not even talking about canceling anything. So, okay. wherever that comes up, I don't. I don't know who would put that out. You know, I think some people try to find the negative in everything of uh, instead it's of NASCAR. finding the positive it's... in it. You know, so uh, they definitely. I don't think they cancel anything. They postpone it. We figure out how to get to all these racetracks. We run some midweek races, and, uh, you know, we go from there. Sounds like a good game plan to me, I would think. I love midweek races. Yeah, midweek races. I love that idea. I think midweek primetime shows, I mean, I think, you know, the interest in what we're seeing just from the the iRacing dirt stuff on FS1 tells us that there's an appetite for midweek primetime racing. So I say let's, let's do it if we can. But, of course, it's easy for us to sit here in our studio and, talk about all that we don't have to do all that traveling and figure out how to move people in cars but uh exactly it certainly seems like a good idea to me if if we need to do it to make up races exactly exactly uh so i want to obviously get to to the big the big story in nascar right now is obviously kyle larson i mean you know we're going to talk more about it later on in the show but basically in the span of about 12 hours he's pretty much lost his entire career in the NASCAR world, as a general manager for, for college racing, I mean, you obviously have your drivers that you have to kind of keep an eye on. Even during the shutdown, you have to reach out to them and make sure that they're, you know, following, you know, uh, guidelines and doing everything that, that you ask them to do. How difficult is it to keep your, your, your guys, your Justin Haley and, and uh, Ross Chastain and A.J. Omeninger, from, from doing, you know, g- going places and doing things online 
and and keeping that profile of knowing that even though you're not racing, you're technically still in the public eye, and you have to maintain a good attitude about yourself no matter what's going on in your life. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not tough at all. You just advise them that, you know, you still signed the letter with NASCAR, and you still got to do what they, they kind of say. Even though, you know, I, I spend a lot of time probably with Justin. Well, I spend a lot of time with all three of them, actually. And, and, and we talk about, you know, things that people do and, and not not trying to get in trouble. We always want to be that team that doesn't get in trouble or doesn't do anything like that. But, you know, it's, uh, it's always tough when you're on a – it, when Justin Haley, him and I on this uh, thing on racing where we talk back and forth, when you're racing and he, he, you still have that emotion that you're in a real race car. So uh, it's funny that you ask because I do talk to them and I went and played golf with AJ, um, you know, before all this went down and talked to him. And, and you know, we just have good conversations. Ross Chastain, they're, they're grown people. They're grown men. They, they know what they can and can't do. So, uh uh, you just go over that before the season starts, and they got to stick to it. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that's just uh, such a tough situation. I mean, you hate it for Kyle, and we all know Kyle's a good guy, and, you know, good people make bad choices, and unfortunately sometimes those choices have pretty serious consequences, and um, this one was just one that that, uh, that did. So, you know, we uh, we certainly wish Kyle the best, and hopefully he can kind of recover from this and, you just hope it's something you learn from and, and grow from for the future. That's exactly right. And that's what I said on Sirius XM yesterday. You know, just just learn from it. Uh, maybe somebody will learn from it, and uh, we'll get through that. You know, he'll get through it. I feel, you know, very deeply sorry for him. And uh, But at the same time, we, you know, we just got to learn from it and move on. That's that couldn't send it better myself, Chris. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, best of luck over at College Racing. I know you guys are itching to get back to racing. We're itching for you guys to get back to racing, so we can have much more to talk about. And uh, best of luck to you. I'm sure we'll talk to you guys uh, very many more times, uh, especially over the course of the summer once we get racing again. Yep. Thank you guys, and thanks for keeping NASCAR at the forefront. We appreciate it, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Thanks, no problem. Chris. Chris, ha- have a great day, and enjoy yourself. Be safe out there. We will take a break. We'll come back, and we'll talk about the Kyle Larson situation when we come back on the Inside Pass. This is News Talk 105.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, WSIC, where Terrell turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts. Headlines for Lincoln County and the region. Here's WSIC News. You've turned in to hear local news and so have a lot of other people. Your business could be advertising right here. Find out how affordable it can be. Call 704 872 6345. 704 872 6345. Hey Radio family, it's Margaret Beveridge from the WSIC News Desk. The University of North Carolina System's 16 college campuses will give prorated reimbursements for food and housing, Interim President Bill Roper announced March 30th. Since then, several campus leaders say the refund process has already begun, including at Appalachian State and East Carolina Universities. Some private colleges are also offering refunds or credits, including Duke and Elon Universities. Mecklenburg County is the statewide epicenter of the COVID-19 crisis with 970 diagnosed cases, more than twice as many as Wake County. Both counties have roughly the same population, 1.1 million according to the U.S. Census Bureau. The city of Charlotte is larger than Raleigh with roughly 826,000 residents compared to Raleigh's 449,000. 
WSIC is working around the clock to help keep you informed. So visit WSICFM.com and stay tuned right here for more. Ever ask yourself, why should I care? Join me, Melissa Nieder, as I speak with Roberta about Night to Shine, the worldwide prom sponsored by the Tim Tebow Foundation, committed to celebrating people with special needs. Thursdays at 8 on News Talk 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Okay, first time we read this commercial, he got one, so I had to get one. Hey, and we are both in love with this product. The glass chair mat by Batraza. These things are unbelievable. Hey, you know that junky plastic mat under your office chair? Ugh, piece of garbage. It's the ugliest thing in your office. Batraza glass chair mats are beautiful. They never dent. Each glass chair mat will hold a thousand pounds. Uh, it might even hold me. <laughs> Maybe. They get a lifetime warranty, and the way you feel rolling over smooth glass instead of cheap, crackly plastic, it's like working in a million-dollar office. Hey, and it's your office. Super strong, beautiful, lifetime warranty. Batraza glass chair mats. You can't get them at the office superstore. You got to order direct at Vitraza.com. That's V as in Victor, I-T-R-A-Z-Z-A, Vitraza.com. Oh, and we got to mention this shipping is absolutely free. Use discount code AM and you'll save $25 to $95 on any glass chair mat. Vitraza.com. This is Pastor Randy Mitchell with Back to Basics Broadcast. Join us Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching. You don't want to miss it. Back to basics only on WSIC. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass on WSIC. Thank you so much for watching us. If you're watching us on uh, the uh, digital cable, uh, digital channel 25.2 in the greater Lake Norman area on WSIC TV, or if you're listening to us on one of three WSIC family of radio stations, 105.9 FM, 100.7 FM, or 1400 AM. Or if you're listening to us on the live stream, which is at WSICweb.com, or on Facebook Live, uh, if you go to the WSIC News Facebook page, there should be a uh, live video feed right there. If you click on that, you will see our smiling faces this morning here (laughs) at the WSIC studios in Statesville. It's also Um, up on Race Chaser Media's Facebook page, by the way. And and the great thing about that is that you can just take a piece of paper and cover up our faces and just listen to our voices. <laughs> there you go. So anyway, uh, we, we just got off the phone with uh, with Chris Rice, uh, general manager at Collar Racing, just basically you know letting us know that they're ready to go. If if the, the lockdown ended today, they'd be ready to go racing tomorrow. I wish we could do that, but we still have another couple of weeks of at least a, a couple of weeks of lockdown. Uh, before we get back to racing, but if you have been living under a rock, I, I'm sure you have probably not heard about the fantastic situation that happened over the weekend where we essentially have now lost a NASCAR cup driver uh, to basically being being dumb. I'm just going to put it out there. He was just being dumb. Um, iRacing had an event on Sunday. I believe it was a it was a road course race. It wasn't a NASCAR race. It was a like a supercar, some sort of like, you know, road course type race anyway. But Kyle Larson was invited to participate in. In trying to get his feed um, working correctly on his Twitch channel, he was trying to get a hold of his spotter and and said a racial slur um, that obviously I cannot repeat on this air, but um, it, it was a very derogatory comment uh, that he thought his channel wasn't live. He thought he, he was on a private channel still, and his channel was in, ended up being live. Um, the word has since cost him uh, sponsorship with 
uh, uh, was a bank one? Well, Credit Bank. Credit Bank. Credit One Bank. Credit One Bank. I was trying to think. There was yeah. a one in there somewhere. You threw me off. Credit Sorry. One Bank. Credit One Bank. McDonald's. McDonald's. Have both. Um, they, they both terminated their relationships pretty quickly. Yep. Chevrolet suspended him. Mm-hmm. NASCAR suspended him. Chip Ganassi Racing suspended him. iRacing literally threw him off the service. Mm-hmm. Lucas Oil later on um, s- suspended him mm-hmm. or terminated the relationship with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, what, what ultimately happened is that over the course of you know a day, he lost every major sponsor that he that that was associated with him and mm-hmm. Chip Ganassi, mm-hmm. um, pretty much, and he lost. Lucas Oil, which is one of his big sponsors on dirt, and he lost the support of the manufacturer, Chevrolet. So at the end of the day, literally, Chip Ganassi is kind of looking at this saying, well, gosh, even if I wanted to keep him, right? I, I, none of the sponsors will sponsor him mm-hmm. that we have, and Chevrolet is not happy with him. You know, it's it became a situation where he, um, you know, he just didn't, Chip didn't really have a lot of choice. And I've seen people saying Chip's a sellout. Kyle makes one mistake, and you let folks this. And and again, we don't want to paint. We got to be careful here to paint this in the correct light. Okay, Kyle did not use this word in a negative way or even in a, in a, in a mean spirited way. Here's the problem. Nobody should be using that word at all. Period. It has no place in today's society. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched an interview last night on Fox with Regan Smith and, um, uh, Jason Whitlock. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, it, they made some great points about the fact that in, in this situation, you can say, well, but it's used over here. It's used over there. Well, there are a lot of things that certain people do just because certain people or a lot of people do them doesn't make it right to do them well a lot of people say that word too but there are people that have that right to say that word i don't see that's where i disagree i don't think anybody has the right to say it it should be just dropped from the lexicon period and here's the problem the what may what that word gets used so casually these Mm -hmm. days as if you're saying and here's how kyle did it kyle went you know he was trying to sort of call his spotter you know, and instead of saying, hey, goofball, hey, silly boy, hey, jerk, you know, right. hey, dumbbell, you know, he went, hey. Right. And I mean, why, why do you, why would you even use that word? If, I made the point to somebody this morning, if, if it was, a, if it's a word that your parents taught you was bad when you were little, it's still bad. Right. Exactly. We, yeah. we use too many uh, words that we shouldn't be using, mm-hmm. but that one's still is very stigmatizing, polarizing, disrespectful. So here's here's a very good person who just did something that a lot of people do very casually, but he's in a position where, you know, auto racing and NASCAR in particular is a sport that has really worked hard to become diverse and inclusive. Mm-hmm. And yet you, you just you're you're never 
when you, your brand is your brand and you take it with you wherever you go. And even if it's just playing a sim game, now Whitlock brought up an interesting um, point about the fact that it seems as though in esports culture, there's a huge problem with communication and language and, you know, abusive language in some cases. That was all stuff I don't know because I'm not a gamer, but it was interesting hearing that maybe some of this is that in that environment, everybody's doing it again, right or wrong. And so Kyle thinks, well, it's a sim, whatever, but it's, it just wasn't right. You, there's no defense for what he did. We don't want to paint him as a bad person. But again, you know, we drop F-bombs all over the place these days. Why? It's not necessary. There are other words you can use. It, it just, we have to respect the situation we're in. And Kyle is a part of a sport that, you know, is very, it's very Christian it's very focused on sponsors and businesses and professionalism. And you just can't use racial words like that, yeah. you know, and that's what's that's what's so unfortunate about this is it, it was unnecessary. It didn't have to happen. And as much as I just my heart breaks for Kyle in a way, because, gosh, in a, in a matter of a day, but. That's how easy it is. And so for all the younger drivers that are out there and people in general, words mean things. Yeah, I've tried to true. teach that for years. Words mean things. That's true. And you got to be responsible for what you say. And in this case, unfortunately, it's led to Kyle being out of out of a ride now, mm -hmm. um, you know, and you say, you know, I've heard people say, well, Tony Stewart and Stewart Haas will pick him up. They want him. Uh, it's not that easy. It's not I mean, that you easy. You got to find because, a sponsor that's going to sponsor him, especially now right point. now. There's yeah. probably going to be a period, I would guess, where nobody's going to touch him because you got to kind of let this settle down a little bit. Let but him go through his sensitivity training. I think that needs and, to happen, you know. though. Like they need to let him right. go go away and I let agree. him think about what he's done. I mean, yep. you know, put him in a corner. You know, prefer preferably, but. I know, like you spent a lot of your career, uh, Tom, working with the younger kids. Yep. Uh, a lot of the Bandolero guys, a lot of yep. the Legends guys, growing up in the sport. Yep. You've, you know, you've gone, you've gotten to know these kids, and I know you teach them the etiquette of, of, you know, being have when they're in the media spotlight. The problem I have with with Kyle Larson is, yesterday, you know, he he sent this Instagram or made this Instagram video apologizing, and I could I could look at the video and I could tell obviously he was sincere. He was nearly crying in the oh, video. Oh yeah, he. I think I agree. My he problem with it is is in the back of my mind, I keep thinking the video was done after a lot of this stuff had already happened. Like a lot of the you know you're 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 being suspended by this and you're being fired for this whatever. Where where in the in the spectrum would should he have said like what is a situation where he knew he was wrong when he did it should he have apologized right then and there and tried to like you know fan the fire before it got too far no. out of the way or was that the right part in the day to put the video out saying hey I'm sorry to try to stop whatever may be happening after the video played well. Um, you know, here's what forward. here's what happens because I don't seem like I, it doesn't seem to me like the video is as sincere knowing that he was pressured maybe to do it from other people going, you know what, you need to do this video now no, no, to no. keep it from being I, too far out of the here's out of the way. here's my take on that. Here's what a lot of people don't realize is that, again, in this type of situation where you're, you know, you're in a professional sport and you have, you know, PR people and other people around executives, you that, sponsors, so here's, owners. Here's what happens. Sunday night, he makes the mistake. Mm -hmm. And of course it blows up, you know, it's Easter Sunday, yeah. right? You know, everybody's like, watching. I everybody's watching, else to watch. you know, yeah, everybody's kind of hanging out. 
and it blows up big time. But of course, you know, nobody has time to react until Monday when, you know, they chip can get a hold of, you know, the sponsors. There's a process that has mm. to happen there. Okay. NASCAR didn't say anything Sunday night because, you know, they've all got to get together. Mm-hmm. You know, Chip's got to get together with the sponsors. If you notice yesterday morning, Monday morning, it didn't take long for both NASCAR and Chip to react yeah. and say suspended indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, the everybody's the sponsors have to talk. Everybody's got to, you know, what are we going to do here? It's basically damage control. And and what are we doing going forward? Right. And so I think what Kyle was probably told was just stay quiet until we get this thing figured out and see where it's going. Then, you know, if you're going to talk, because if he comes out right away, and starts apologizing or whatever. Number one, I don't think it really changes ultimately what happens. In other words, okay. you can say, you know, and I believe he truly is sorry. Oh, and I, I, I think know, it, I can tell in the video, he's you know, sorry. yeah, Kyle's not that kind of a person. No, for but, sure. but so I don't think the timing of it matters. The sincerity of it does. And I think he was sincere, but ultimately you give people no choice. There are some actions that you take now and then where you give people no choice the sponsors Mm -hmm. had no choice chip ganassi had no choice because the sponsors had no choice you know nascar was going to suspend him anyway um i mean it's just it's it's a terrible situation really Mm -hmm. nobody's winning here nobody's you know, none of the nobody wanted any of this nobody is taking glory or you know, happiness in any of this, nobody wins. NASCAR loses, Chip loses, Kyle loses, the sponsors lose, everybody loses in this scenario. And you can say, well, everybody makes a mistake. He didn't deserve all this. Eh, some mistakes you just gotta, right. you know, I mean, right. it's, it's just that kind of a thing. I mean, you just, there again, you know, he's old enough to know better than to use a word like that. Especially when you're a minority yourself. Well, you know, that's a whole other aspect that I brought up last night on Lap is, is that here's a, here's a guy who is, who, who benefited from diversity, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, you're using a word like that, but, it, but it shows, it shows how easy it is when you just start hearing something all the time that it just becomes a, a word. In other words, you use it without realizing the sensitivity or the, you know, around the word or the phrase or whatever it is. It's like, you know, people who damn God, right? right. You know, to a Christian, that is, that is like nails on a chalkboard. And it makes me want to just punch them through a wall when people, when I see people do that. Right. It's not necessary. You know, that we just have to learn that language and communication is, you know, words mean things and we got to be careful. And and this is unfortunately for Kyle, he becomes an object lesson for the rest of us. It's not that we're too PC. That word just shouldn't be used anymore. Period. And you know, that's again, I, I, I pray for Kyle. I hope Kyle comes out of this. Okay. Um, you know, and, and eventually I'm sure he will. I mean, he's not the first one to have been in this situation, but all you need to do is think back a couple of years to when Connor Daly was running a, an Xfinity race. I think it was mid Ohio or somewhere road America for Roush and he had a sponsor and somebody it, at some point it, during that weekend, it became known that his father 35 years ago had said, 
that word or used that that kind of a slur. And the sponsor disappeared like instantaneously on the race weekend. Yeah. You know, it's gosh, man, I just if I you know, if I could say anything to Kyle now, it'd be it'd be like, man, I, please learn. Don't ever do that. And you know what? Every younger driver you talk to, give them a little bit of mentor mentoring and coaching and say, look, you're responsible for what you say. Yeah. You know, if you're going to say somebody's got the most punchable face in the garage, you better be prepared for the consequences of that. You have That's a right, right to say it, but you don't have a right to no consequences. That's right. And unfortunately, yeah. Kyle just, you know, Kyle just made a, a, a bad mistake. And, you know, it's just, like I said, it's not a good situation. I hate that we're even having to spend time talking about it, but you have to, cause it's what's there. And, it is a pretty big story. And for me, I, I, I'm really conscious of other people understanding that you don't just get to walk around and say stuff just because someone else does. Right, exactly. We are going to take a great break. When we come back on the other side, we'll talk about the implications of what this means. We, we talked about it earlier from the breaking news tweet. We'll talk about it again when we come back on the Inside Pass. Read it tomorrow. See it tonight or hear it now. On News Talk 105.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, WSIC. Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. Join me and Katie Stankovich, the owner of Willow Equine, as we discuss therapeutic benefits of horses for your mental health. Thursday morning, 8.30 a.m., right here on News Talk 105.9, 100.7, WSIC. For WSIC, I'm Fox 46 meteorologist Nick Coaster. Overnight, going to be a little bit cool, 47 under generally clear skies. Tomorrow, then, the clouds roll in, a 40% chance for showers, and it'll be much cooler with a high of only 57. Thursday, sunny, and a rebound in temps back up to about 66. From the Neighborhood Stormwatch Forecast Center, I'm meteorologist Nick Coaster. Be sure to catch Chief Meteorologist Tara Lane today on Fox 46 News at 5. This is Margaret Beveridge with your latest news. April typically heralds the opening of farmers markets in much of North Carolina and the start of the tourist season, which spurs an infusion of fresh local produce into many restaurants. But with restaurants shuttered and many farmers markets disrupted due to COVID-19, farmers are experiencing potentially devastating repercussions. According to Appalachian Sustainable Agriculture Project, an Asheville-based nonprofit organization that serves as a resource and link for farmers and consumers, Western North Carolina farm sales to restaurants and products sold through some 50 area markets account for more than $16 million in annual revenue. North Carolina gas prices have fallen 5.1 cents per gallon in the past week, averaging $1.67 a gallon as of Monday, a news release from Gas Buddy reported. Stay tuned to WSIC throughout the day for more. I'm Margaret Beveridge from the News Desk. I'm Mike Sprayberry, North Carolina's Emergency Management Director. We're working closely with our partners at the Department of Health and Human Services to slow the spread of COVID-19 or coronavirus. A large part of that response is communicating important and accurate information to everyone about the current situation. Everything you see about the virus is not accurate, especially on social media. There's a lot of bad information out there, so make sure sure you're getting information from reliable sources like the Department of Health and Human Services, the Centers for Disease Control, or your state and local health departments. 
Every day we are updating good information regarding COVID-19 on the DHHS website, ncdhhs.gov coronavirus. Follow DHHS on social media. Use these sources for good information and help your community out by not spreading misinformation. And we will all get through this coronavirus outbreak together. Furnished by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters. This is Justin Loft, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass on WSIC TV radio, Facebook Live, and live streamed at WSICweb.com. Randy Miller, Tom Baker, back with you talking about the Kyle Larson situation. Um, before we get back to that, uh, Tom, did you see there was a video on, on Twitter um, somebody posted of uh, Jordan Taylor's uh, sim rig? Um, he, he got, he, I think he was, he was in a race over the weekend or whatever. He had a really hard crash in the sim race and he actually hit the sim wall so hard that his rig fell down (laughs) and and scattered all over the floor. I've never, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm sure. And to him, it probably wasn't funny because that's a, that's a nice rig he's got, but well, uh, yeah, exactly. And again, I don't, I don't want to make light of, you know, whatever may have broken, but to, to watch it, first of all, the fact that it was Justin Taylor was perfect. Right. Like, you know, it, it just because Justin is always, you know, a very sort of gregarious and, you know, outgoing personality, likes to joke around and have a good time. And, and we all appreciate his uh, social media. But th- to have that happen, it was like that's the first time I've ever literally seen a simmering crash. <laughs> you know, it's it, you know, we 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 get some of these simmering drivers we've had on our shows that kid about the fact that they're basically racing their desks because they have the steering wheel sort of you know right. anchored to the desk. They don't have the big sit down rig mm-hmm. like a lot of the. Um, so you're racing your desk. Well, you know, it, it's it's like crashing your desk, except this was actually a rig. And I'm just thinking that was it, you know you'd almost think he planned it. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> it, it makes you want to so. makes you want to take like a you know like a hammer and screwdriver or something just put something in the desk to just so you can like you know sign it to mem- remember this day <laughs> yeah. I, I wrecked my desk uh, yeah. doing i racing. Welcome back to Crazy. the show. Uh, so a little bit more breaking news from the Kyle Larson situation. Yes. It is now confirmed that Chevrolet has cut their ties with Kyle Larson completely officially. So now he's no longer a Chevrolet driver at all. He was just suspended, or I guess Chevrolet had suspended his. Uh, funding for uh, for his team and now they officially cut ties. So now Chevrolet is out of the mix as well. Um, and also, uh, also from Adam Stern, there is no um, rush to name a replacement for Kyle Larson in the Ganassi Racing uh, 42 car because of the coronavirus situation. Obviously, we're not racing right now. So there's no need to, for a replacement. But Ross Chastain's name um, has obviously come to the, the top of the thing. But that also will depend on what happens with Ryan Newman if he's able to return to racing when we go back racing again. Because Ross can't drive in two cars. As talented as he is, <laughs> he cannot be in two well, cars at the same time. I was going to say, he can drive multiple vehicles. Technically three, because he, he also he yeah. also has the part-time ride uh, in the 15 car. So technically um, it would be three cars. But Just to add to the Chevrolet situation... Mm-hmm. They also supported his sprint car. Yes. So now he doesn't have sprint car support either. From so, so, you know, again, I mean, it's just so hard to even talk about this because it, it just seems so crazy that all this has happened. But, you know, it's it's um, it, it's just, again, we have to be responsible. And so I don't know. Kyle's going to have an interesting road back here. He, it's I think it's going to be a little while before someone attaches themselves themselves to him i mean as as you pointed out during the break there are a couple of his sprint car sponsors that have pledged to hang in there with him mm-hmm. plan b sales being one and uh, um, finley farms finley farms yep. being another um it's you know i think uh it's going to be hard because what happens is 
And again, for people listening to this that, that aren't in business or don't understand, you know, as a, as a business, it affects your brand too. If you're associated with him and he goes out and does something that's bad, then it looks bad on you. And you have to, I can't imagine another manufacturer or, you know, another team, at least right now, wanting to accept that baggage. Right. Um, now, the if there is any kind of a positivity for Kyle in this, right now the sport's shut down. Right. Okay. Right. So we don't know exactly what NASCAR's sensitivity training is. I mean, I hope it's an online course because otherwise well, he's... <laughs> that's, you know, can he do it online? I mean, right. I, again, trying to be serious about this, can, can he do it online? I mean, you know, we assume it's a class of some sort mm-hmm. that, you know, um, but he's, he's got a little time, I guess is what I'm saying. Time is on his side. Um, but you're, you're not going to, whether he's able to come back this year or not is, you know, is is somebody going to fire their driver in the middle of a shutdown to replace him with Kyle Larson when we come well, back? Depends on what they do on iRacing. You know, what's that? It depends on what they do on iRacing. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Um, but I mean, he can't he can't iRace, so it's true. You know, Kyle is uh, Kyle is is going to have some time, I think, to you know, and I hope that he. What I hope that he will do is to use this to reach out to the black community to. You know, and to reach out to other younger drivers and to be able to say, hey, this, you know, take what happened to me and learn from it. Mm -hmm. You know, I did the wrong thing and, you know, and I don't want you to make the same mistake if if in the end he can use this for good and maybe it prevents somebody else from, you know, from doing something equally silly. But it just, you know, we just all have to we're responsible for what we say and do. And um you know, I hate it for him, but you, you just can't, you can't defend that. That's not, a, it's, it's not like if he had accidentally dropped an F-bomb, we wouldn't be talking about this. Honestly, it right. just no, wouldn't exactly. be a big deal. Right. But when you, you, you don't, you don't say that word by accident. It's got to be in your vocabulary, mm-hmm. which means he's probably used it before. It's in mine. Just, which, I'm you just going to throw it out there. I mean, well, you know, Sorry. it's, it's just, you, you just. I don't do it all the time. It's so. a, it's a, it, it just shouldn't be in anybody's. Right. I know. It's, I'm sorry. You know, well, church, church was, just, or it was know, on Sunday. It's it's just one of those deals where you just have to. Everybody has to be careful and, and think about what they say. I mean, yeah. do I love comedians like George Carlin and Robin Williams and whoever? Yeah. Do I hate that every other word is an f bomb? Sometimes, yes, right. because the material's funny without it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I've actually done speeches where I've quoted from Carlin's comedy without it and and people laugh just as hard right and it's not because i did it it's just because it's funny right. stuff you know um but you don't need that language and you, and you certainly don't need this right you know well, well from a business perspective i mean you, you look at the sponsors that he has he's got mcdonald's he's yeah. got you know uh credit one bank just from the mcdonald's standpoint alone i mean obviously you know mcdonald's is a huge corporation uh you know that, that not only hires a bunch of you know a, a lot of minority people but the the diversity and the global diversity within the the patrons that eat at that restaurant alone would obviously make it want to be like McDonald's is going to be like you know what it's a matter of do we keep him on board or do we lose business right and right now especially in the midst of the coronavirus and and not a lot of places being open right now I mean right. those two places luckily are still open but 
the last thing you want to do is lose business um, because so many companies right now are going under because there's That's no business correct. coming into their their uh, their establishment. So when you look at it from that perspective, and I get their corporate you know their corporate branded branded things, but NASCAR fans are loyal to NASCAR brands, and when we we get new sponsors coming on and and you know people that, that are new businesses that sponsor drivers, we obviously want to support them because we appreciate them taking money out of their pocket to put into NASCAR to make these guys better. Right. And we always want to, you know, we want to make sure that we always get um, the, the bang, bang for the buck. So you put them in a compromised position where they had no choice. Well, that's said, exactly right. And, 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 you know, um, just looking at our Facebook chat here, uh, Rob Miller asked the question, do you think you will be out the rest of the year when we go back to real racing? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, I actually do. I don't know who would give him a ride this year at this point. Even, th- even if he didn't have to be, it's probably the best that he does. Well, yeah, I, I, I think um, there needs to be some time pass here mm-hmm. and let him, you know, build up some some good. Um, Sean Mott taking the opposite position. He says big time overkill. Sorry, Sean. It's not. It's not. You, you If you're going to own a business and your business is a family business or it it is a you know, culturally diverse business, it's not overkill at all. You have no choice. You cannot be associated with someone who would utter that kind of language. Mm-hmm. You can't. It, it, whether we like it or not, it is still a racial slur. Yep. And, you know, it just shouldn't be uttered, period. Yep. And you have to distance yourself. Now, maybe someday... You know, you you take a second look and you and you can do sort of a second chance kind of thing. But I'm I think he's going to have to build some new relationships and he's going to do that through going out and doing things and showing that he understands what he did and understands the gravity of it and is trying to, you know, mend fences. And then I'm sure he'll be fine. I mean, it's a situation where, you know, we, we talk about all the time. There's always a young kid. There's always another youngster somewhere in the truck series, the Xfinity series that wants that coveted ride. So especially when you're in the Cup Series, you have to make sure that you always do the right thing because there's always somebody under you that wants your position and wants to be in your spot. And if you do something like Kyle Larson did, ultimately got him fired, now there's a bunch of guys underneath of him that are like, ooh, 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 that ride's open. Right. I want that ride now. The other and thing they're going to do, the, do everything right to, to you know, open eyes to Chip Ganassi to get that right. Because the other thing I find interesting is that, you know, I wonder if the reaction would be the same if Kyle Busch or Joey Legato would have done that same thing. I think some of these fans that are, that are up for Larson would have had a different point of view because they don't like those guys right and that's what bothers me the most is that we're we're so busy trying to defend kyle larson that that we're we're, we're basically endorsing what he did right and you, you at this point Sends it's either a or b there's no gray area right. you either think what he said was okay or you don't and if you don't then you got to understand this is the consequence that's right so. uh, we will have more on this story on thursday's uh, motorsports madness uh, we thank chris rice for joining us next week adam stern will be here from the sports business journal even more business talk so he'll have a lot to say as well for tom baker i'm randy miller we'll see you thursday have a great week everybody be safe we'll see you thursday on motorsports madness 